Welcome to The Teacher's Story. I'm Jackie Scully. This is a podcast to elevate teacher voice. In this program, you will hear teachers sharing their journey into this profession and their ideas for education. This is about honest, vulnerable, inspiring storytelling. It's a time and a space for teachers to share their ideas for the future of education. Teachers are beautiful beings who give their heart and soul to their community. They're innovators. They're inspirational, not only to children, but to the people around them and they deserve to share their voice. So welcome to The Teacher's Story. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to The Teacher's Story. I'm Jackie Scully, and today we have a very special episode. We have two guests with us. We have Sadiq Hussein and Katarina Hansens carlson And I'm first going to introduce uh, Sadiq because we connected first on LinkedIn. And one thing that stood out to me was Sadiq's uh, presence on LinkedIn. He is such a ball of energy, a motivator, posts videos almost every day with wonderful positive messages. Um, he is a coach and he is also a podcaster, so fellow podcaster. So if you want to check out his podcast, I'll link it in the show notes. Um, his podcast is called Sadiq and Amin's Trustworthy Truths. So that's along with his um, friend, um, Amin, and he is a business and mindset coach, but he is also here today because he cares deeply about education and students and has also spoken to students at schools. And so we have a shared love for that space. Um, and then Sadiq connected me with Katarina. We had a lovely collaboration call um, not too long ago. And Katarina uh, is the CEO of Destiny International 11, training school principals, teachers, students in entrepreneurship and leadership, two things that I really love to see in schools. Also the founder of the Global Leadership Schools. And when we were speaking um, earlier, the three of us, uh, Katarina had such innovation, passion, and really forward thinking. And so when we get to our last part today, after we share about our background, uh, we will share all of those ideas. So thank you both for being here today. Thank you, Jackie. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having us, Jackie. So just to learn a little bit about your background, um, I'll start with Sadiq since we were first connected and then we'll go to Katarina. Tell us a little bit about, you know, maybe your experience as a student um, in the education space or why you are now here, part of wanting to be this, you know, forward thinker in education. Yeah, for sure. I think the first line that came to my mind when you said that, Jackie, was, I never really liked school. <laughs> you know, like, I never really liked school. I didn't like college. I didn't really like education. To be honest with you, I only kind of was there present because of my friends and just having fun and, you know, playing. We never had social media at that time in my childhood. So we used to play marbles and the with the drains in the school. And we used to play, like, Pokemon cards. And we used to pay, play in real life, which, again, in my opinion, living in the world that we do today with social media, and as you mentioned, like, I'm... I'm really passionate about sharing video content online and putting myself out there so I can inspire people and motivate them towards their goals and dreams. But just it like as from childhood, I never, ever thought I would be where I am today, because in a nutshell, for those who don't know, over nine years ago, I used to be super shy, couldn't speak to women. All I used to do is play video games, come home from work in the bank, eat something, play some more, go to sleep, repeat the next day. Pretty much in a nutshell, that used to be my life. And so I never had a passion. I never had a purpose. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. All I knew was I didn't like school. And one day I'll figure out something that I can do that I actually love and hopefully get paid to do that and like live my life doing something I genuinely love. At the same time, like close to my heart has always been caring for others and have you know being a deep empath, really wanting to give back and serve and like just do my part to be kind in the world. You know, I've always been a, a, a kindness advocate. So I just wanted to do my part to add value and support others and just be there for my friends or be there for people that I meet just to show them that I'm human, that I'm a normal, cool guy that you can just, you know, vibe with and you can get along with. And I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to pretend to be someone that I'm not. And when I used to be a child, like, you know, playing with my friends out in, whether it was football in the, in the park or whether, as I said, it was just like marbles in the drain, it was, I was always more of a creative, but in school, in my days anyways, just like what, over, over, over the past of uh, coming up to like maybe what, 13, 14 years since I left like college or, or university. Um, like, you know, I just, I never, 
I, I never really found anything creative to do other than playing with my friends because the education system didn't teach me my specific tailor-made way of, you know, like of saying this is your, as was it Katarina always calls it something, this is your uh, brilliance, brilliance, right? Exactly. I, I love when Katarina always says that because when I met you as well, Katarina, you, you, you reminded me, you know, like brilliance, like that's what I, that's what I was missing in schools as we were little kids. The brilliance of every kid, every individual, every single student and every child is different. And the fact that the education system today teaches everybody the same thing in the same room and the same like presentation or whatever, I just don't think that's the way forward. I think every child needs a certain amount of one-on-one like, you know, individual teaching or coaching, if you want to call it. Because I feel like the world is changing very quickly, as we know, with social media and, and the online presence. But at the same time, I just don't remember a childhood where I actually woke up thinking, I can't wait to go to school. <laughs> you know, like my mom used to force me up and it was, oh my gosh, have a shower. Like get us dressed and then go to school. We're almost dreading going in. But at the same time, I felt like I can't wait to see my friends. I can't wait for break time because I want to play with my friends. Um, I want to be creative and I want to have fun. And I think that was always an aspect of me, right? I'm just a very creative, fun person. And I never got that in my childhood. You know, I never had that with with the with the education system and school, um, and then obviously moving up towards college, I started two years. Um, I studied sorry two years in uh, IT in college, and then I didn't go to university again because I didn't like education. So I was like, why would I waste another three years of my life to go and study something that my, I'm going to most likely copy my friends and go into IT just like they are, and I don't even have a passion for it. I just done it because I had to do something, and I was good at that. Um, and I think obviously as you get older and you know, when I when I became 21, this is the part of my story where everybody is like more fascinated is when I when I turned 21, got a job in the bank in an investment bank, met a friend of mine after that, like a week later, and he's like, Sadiq, I want to change your life. I was like, what are you talking about? And he said, you have to, I want to show you something from this book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I was like, okay. So we met for hot chocolate. He showed me one page from the book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I remember that same week I bought a PS4 from the money I made. I gave it, I played it for like one week. I gave it to my brother. I said, I'm never going to touch video games again. And that was like the last of it. I've never touched video games ever since because I've suddenly found a purpose. I suddenly found something he showed me on one page, helped me find my brilliance, helped me find this, this deeper passion within me that this is what I want to do. I want to go and do business. I want to go make money. I want to go help people. How do I help people and make money? I want it to be like a win-win. You know, I didn't always want to be like, oh, let's just start a company and sell stuff that's not the type of entrepreneur that I am. I'm more, that's why I'm a coach. Cause I feel like I want to make money in a way that someone pays me digits, as I call it now, digits from their bank account. They, they, they send the digits from their bank account to mine. And I send like intuitive energy and heartfelt insights to them every single week. So their life is changing in the real world. And my life is changing both in the real world and to grow a business at the same time. So it's like a win-win for me. And, that, and that, that's basically me in a nutshell, you know, like, so going from someone that was super shy, not really liking education to speaking, to do my TED talk at a university, number one, in 2020, just like a week before the pandemic happened. And then moving on from that to speaking in other university, um, like events, and also um, speaking to younger, younger students who are 16 in schools as well around the UK. And you know, that's when I realized like these kids, they saw me and they could relate more than any of their teachers. And some of them actually, Jackie, secretly came to me at the end and they were like, oh my gosh, like you're more inspiring than any of our teachers. Like we wish you were here. Like we wish you were like one of the teachers in the school kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Because they felt like this guy is young, his similar mindset to us. He gets it. He's been there. He plays the games. You know, he's been through that childhood that we are in. And he's out of that and he's doing something he loves and he's dressing cool now. And he's, like, he really like looks, he wants to be presentable and he wants to be of service in the world. And it was mainly from the confidence that I had that they felt, wow, you know, like, how is he so confident? And I remember thinking the same thing sitting on a chair once, you know, after my you know, a year and a half of my own personal development journey. I was sitting in a chair at an event. I was just thinking, I want to be like the guy on the stage. How do I get that confidence? Because remember, I used to be super shy. I didn't, you know, I didn't really know how to, what's, what's stopping me. And the answer was, I just cared too much about other people's opinions. So the day I stopped worrying about other people's opinions, light bulb hit in my in my brain, and I was just like, "That's it, Sadiq. You just this is it. This is the only thing stopping you. You worry about your parents, your friends, your society, what other people are gonna think about you making videos online." I thought, "Screw it. 
just do it. I'm just going to start making it. And that's the only way. I can't, I'm sorry, like, there's no other way. And I remember the light bulb, I had that moment and literally from the, from the same day, I took out my phone and I started making videos. And here we are today, like making videos every single day, <laughs> social media, like on every single channel, being of service, adding value, really like trying to inspire people who can't afford a coach, for example, who, who don't have the business skills, who don't have the confidence. I try to give them that through my videos, through my energy, through the videos. So they can jump on a call and you know, inquire more about what I do or how I can serve them. And that's my part in the world, I believe, the, the kind of free value that I'm leaving out there, kind of part of my legacy that I just want to let, leave some of my energy and inspiration in people's hearts. So they remember like this guy didn't, he didn't do things in his life for money and fame and, you know, as for, an inf like for the influential power. I really do things because I genuinely give a crap. You know, I really care about serving and helping others and, that's that's kind of where I'm at now in my journey, you know, just figuring out other ways through podcasting, through social media. How can I really add value to others who can't have this one-on-one -on -one kind of experience with me, you know? I love it. I'm sorry and if I that wanted... was a bit long, Jackie. <laughs> no, you're fine. It's The passion is exuding off of you. So I, there's so many things I want to touch on, but I don't want to, I can be long-winded, very long-winded. <laughs> so I want to go over to Katarina, but before that, and I will touch on some things that you said and kind of summarize what both of you said after. But how did both of you link up before we go over to Katarina's background? Was it on social media? Um, we had, I, yeah. I remember we had a Zoom call, but- uh, Yeah, did it was through LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yeah, it was yeah. through LinkedIn. Um, I like, so I connect with a lot of people through LinkedIn. I kind of find them through little groups or specific things that I search. And Katarina was just one of those people that I, I came across her profile and I'm not one of those people who just like have these robots on my account, right? I just like freaking send that messages every day. Like I'm not that person. So I, you know, I went, you know, searching for people specifically, like specific words. For example, I'll type something like spirituality or purpose driven in the search bar. And obviously LinkedIn will show you people who have that in their profile. So I know that these are people that I want to be around. You know, I know that these are people could, that could be potential clients for mine in the future. But I also know at the same time, even if they weren't a client for my business, at the same time, it could be a collaboration, it could be a relationship, and we're like-minded. So most likely, we're going to want to serve each other. We're going to want to help each other and, and make the world a better place. So yeah, it was LinkedIn. Um, I think we connected and we jumped on a call. Obviously, we had a conversation. Katarina trusted me enough, let's say, to be like, this is a genuine guy. It's not just a random message trying to sell me something. Um, and she maybe, you know, she felt some some like raw and realness from my messages. And yeah, we jumped on a call. Um, loved her insights, loved what she had to share, loved what she's doing in the world, that that education part we both kind of you know resonated with. And then I was like, obviously, I I knew Jackie a couple months or maybe even a year before that, I guess. Um, and then I was like, I know someone that you, we, us three can like, we're all passionate about education. Katerina, we have to like jump on a call, you know, I'll, I'll sort something out. And here we are today, right, doing the podcast. But obviously before that, me and Katerina, we had our call one-on-one. And, you know, we're just bouncing off each other. Because as I said, when you're really passionate about the future of education, the future of entrepreneurship, the future of business and life, like we all care about something to basically make the world a better place, a more positive environment. So there's an alignment. And Katerina and I just had a deep conversation, which led to Jackie and Jackie to here. And like now we're going to be doing really cool stuff in the in the future together. And I think, that is what we need to really focus on in life today. How can everybody help each other win? Not just like drag each other down, you know? Yes. Thank you. I love this like organic uh, connection and collaboration. That's the beauty of, I think, like LinkedIn in the world today is that you start to find like-minded people and you realize it's better together <laughs> than to do this all alone. This is hard work yeah. and it's important work yeah. and we want to do it together. So thank you. Uh, Katarina, tell us a little bit about your background and what inspired you to get into working with kids, education, schools. Thank you, Jackie. Um, before I answer your question, I'd just like to comment a little about uh, what Sadiq has just has just talked about. And one thing that stuck that struck me straight away was you said, I didn't have a passion in school. You did, Sadiq, but they didn't find it for you. They didn't find it, they didn't nurture it, they didn't bought the, they didn't see you. You were not seen, you were not heard. And I think that's part of the tragedy today in schools. I think children are being dumbed down, they're being neglected. You said that we dreaded going to school. I think that's 
that's for me close to criminal that children dread going to school i didn't dread going to school i went to some some good schools but I was lost in school. I was lost in school. So, uh, so thank you, thank you so much, Sadiq, because you're real, you're honest. In the day of artificial intelligence, turn talk to Sadiq, talk to Jackie, because, <laughs> because they're real and they're real human beings, and 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 we're up for changing things. So, okay. So, what inspired me? Um, I think, first of all, the pain and confusion I, I experienced at school. I didn't find my brilliance at school. Nobody else found it. And and my teacher said I wasn't very academic. Well, I was as academic as I wanted to be. Sometimes I got top marks, sometimes average marks when I was not interested. Um, what really inspired me was when I found my values, truth, greatness, and vision. And then I thought, wow, if I just find my own truth, my truth, and, and stand in my truth, find my greatness. And it sounds so arrogant to say, well, find your greatness. Excuse me, it's the most humble thing in the world because when you find your greatness, you can contribute humbly to the whole world. If you don't find your greatness, you never will. And you'll never thrive and thrive Brilliance and thriving have become my key words now. I want children to thrive in schools. Definitely not dread schools. Not just be happy. I just looked on Google, 89% of children say they're happy in schools. But you know what? I don't think they know any different. <laughs> and I think just like Sadiq, they go to school for their friends. They're happy with their friends. They want to hang out with their friends. But school should be so much more than that. It should be a journey of discovery of their brilliance. As Sadiq said, every child has this unique brilliance. It's up to us as teachers, it's up to us as principals, as parents, to find the students, the children's brilliance. And every child has a unique brilliance. Not every child is an entrepreneur. But what if every child left school with a business of some kind, maybe an entrepreneurial business, with revenue, with an income for the rest of their lives? So what I see in our future schools is self-leadership and also a very strong sense a certainty about your own beliefs, your own truths, your own greatness, your own brilliance. And I believe every child should have their own brilliance profile. And when there are parent-teachers meetings, the child should run the meeting and say, this is where I'm brilliant. This is where I'm strong. This is my passion. This is my purpose. And this is what I love. So, so next year, this is what I'm going to do. This, this, and this. Okay, any comments? No, thank you very much. Meeting over. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, mean, I want to come, to, I want to, come to that meeting, Katerina. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> instead of the child sitting passively and going, and the teacher going, well, you're weak there, you're weak there, you need to do, do you can do better than there, you're just average there, da 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 da. So what? Maybe it doesn't interest that child, okay? So, Truth, greatness, and vision, and brilliance profiles. I think also every teacher needs a brilliance profile. Teacher has a unique gift for teaching, and teachers teaching other teachers are absolutely brilliant. Um, So-called experts coming in to teach teachers. I'm sorry, as a teacher, as a as a former teacher boring waste of time and the last thing you need to take away from a teacher is time because teachers don't have extra time however i think that i know that young people i'm so glad you gave up video games sadiq they play video games why because they're bored because their brains work so much faster than their teachers usually i'm sure you agree with me on that jackie that they want to learn fast and there's such a thing called super teaching, right brain, left brain teaching with, with screens at the front of the classroom. Children learn 40% more, 
more effectively and save 40% of time. So the, the teacher just comes in, presses a button, the the content is actually created by certain children in the in in the classroom and they learn the content and then they can actually use it and play you know a drama or have a quiz or or use whatever they've got to learn in a meaningful way for them so um the classroom needs to change the system needs to change and so what are the solutions? Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. So, but <laughs> I love it. So, no, I agree so much. Like just to touch on kind of both of you is I absolutely agree that the school system um, in general, there are alternative schools, there's micro schools, there's obviously homeschooling, there's places doing it really well. And the next part, we'll talk about like what you're kind of doing today and your work with schools and like also Sadiq like working with students and speaking with them um but it's a place that feels very much like I don't know cold and sterile and boring and funny thinking about your brilliance so when I was in school I was very much like Sadiq I was I actually became more introverted and quiet because my brilliance was not highlighted so when I was in like first second grade I got calls home saying Jackie talks too much in class. She's always wanting to like lead something in class and interrupt. And my, <laughs> yeah. my brilliance went into this shell and um. this like light dimmed. Early on, that light was dimmed and teachers and school systems should not be dimming the light. They should be making it brighter and they should be bringing it to the surface. And I've had many teachers on this podcast saying, great things that happened to them early on saying I had a teacher that saw something in me and they allowed me to read to the class or they allowed me to bring an idea I had and instruct the class I'm like that's what teachers should be doing I'm always trying to get yeah. my students in front of the class and sharing your, your truths. truths yes your truths we should be highlighting that in schools and we should be giving space for students to completely explore who they are, what they want to do, new learning. So I think we need to break the system. And that's why we all got together as well to really first um, show what's happening, like what is going on in schools that's not working and how we can make it better. So going kind of back to Katerina and then we'll go to Sadiq. Um, what is your work like now? Can you kind of talk a little bit about um, your work, particularly with the global leadership schools. I'm so interested in learning more about that. I know we talked about that before when we met, but yes, please go into some details. Thank you. Well, it's very exciting. I'm working with a global team uh, in the States and they have connections to a school in Hawaii, a potential school in Hawaii, a school in Cabo in Mexico, um, and they have resources. I'm not going to say how much, but they have a lot of money and that's necessary. So what have, what have, uh, what has global leadership schools got? We have trainings for principals in exceptional leadership because the principal is key. If the principal is engaged, I love what you said about exploring as a teacher. I think the the principal needs to explore too. And the principal also needs to say, I don't know, let's find out. Let's find out together and let's work as a team because team leadership is the leadership of the future. It's not about her, you know, I'm Lenin and I'm going to decide and I'm going to dictate who you are and what you do. I mean, that is actually going on in schools, unfortunately. And, and I think it's, it's it's nobody's fault you know i'm not pointing any fingers here i think it's just because way we've been through the system we we've kind of got programmed into thinking okay well i've got 40 minutes with the children and they've got to learn this this and this before before i leave the classroom and i'll be so glad to leave the classroom <laughs> unfortunately like that so exploring so what have we got we've got a We've got a training for principals in exceptional leadership. Uh, a leadership that allows you to work 
with your teachers as a team, as they do in Finland, actually, with the students as a team, also trainings for parents, trainings for teachers in entrepreneurship, because when, when the teacher changes his or her mindset to entrepreneurship, then they're on fire and they can bring out the entrepreneurship in, this, in the students. When the teacher knows her, his or her own brilliance, then they shine just like Jackie shines. You can see she glows. You can see, you can see, I would love to be in your classroom. <laughs> I really Thank would. Thank you. I yeah, exactly. you. I'll be too. I'll be too, please. Yeah. <laughs> and your class. You. I joined Jackie's class. <laughs> and, and so... You know, it's it's about you. We're all human beings. Nobody is the expert, the leader, and sometimes Jackie is, sometimes Sadiq is, sometimes I am, sometimes Harry is, and Harry, you know, who speaks a lot like Jackie, because you were participating in lessons. Harry can come to the front of the classroom and teach, and you know what? All the children will listen. Mm -hmm. more than they do their teacher all the children will be like oh harry's our teacher just for 10 minutes but he's our teacher and they will listen more than they will to the actual teacher mm -hmm. so trainings for principals trainings for parents trainings for teachers trainings for students to bring out their unique brilliance i mean if they want to be dancers that's what we should focus on. If they want to be footballers, that's what we should uh, focus on. And we should ask also why. I mean, if it's, well, I just want to be a star, make lots of money, and, uh, you know, I just want to marry a football star. Well, maybe that's not a great why, because, because they have other brilliances. And we should, our job as teachers is to, to go deep, 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 and search in every child, what is your brilliance? What do you love to do? What do you do at home? What do you do in your spare time? You know, what, when you're with your friends, you know, because Sadiq was obviously a team leader, right? He's a leader today. Jackie was a leader. She should have been leading. And that, instead of saying, you know, reporting back to your parents that, oh, naughty, 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 Jackie, uh, she's interrupting my teaching. No, she's not. She's participating. She's exploring. Bring her to the front of the classroom. This is her brilliance. And don't squash it. If she's found it, God knows how many, how many children actually find mm. their brilliance. She's found her brilliance. Don't squash it. You know, empower it instead. So we have trainings, hopefully by July, I'm, I'm going to be starting training. Um, my, my focus is to create a global, a global team. Um, as, as you said, Jackie, we cannot do this alone. A global team of coaches and teachers who are entrepreneurial teachers and who know how to bring out the brilliance of their, of their children, of their students. Um, so a global team uh, to transform 195 schools worldwide. So one school in one town in every country in the world. And those schools will interact in an entrepreneurial way and will support each other linguistically in any possible way. I love that. That's a great goal. And this is how you start to transform because... You can't just say, well, the system's broken. Let's just let it collapse. You know, in America, all these teachers are leaving. Um, I think it takes bold leaders such as yourself, such as Sadiq, myself, all these wonderful, brilliant teachers I've been meeting and bringing on this show and saying, here's my part. This is what I'm going to do. And as we do it, it just starts to ripple out, right? And eventually the system has to shift because the system is going to feel the pressure of, oh yeah, everyone's moving in this direction and we're still back here. This can't hold anymore because we're losing people. They're losing kids. Kids, I mean, in America, kids are, parents are pulling them out of schools because they're like, this doesn't work anymore. 
um, and they're going to micro schools or they're doing homeschooling or online schools, or maybe they look at like your, your type of program. And I love what you're doing is training all constituents. You are training principals, teachers, parents, then that trains the students. And I like the piece about parents because they're not other. And often they're like this with the schools when they're frustrated with the school system and with the teachers. And they should be like this because that's their child. This is the future of their family and they care about their child's development and education and we should be working with them, but they need to be educated too. And often I find parents are just not in the know. They just don't know what's going on in schools. And that's why we get a lot of, um, I think, conflict. You know, we've seen school board meetings in the United States where people are literally fighting with each other. I'm like, this, this is not the way it should be. Like bring the parents in and talk to them about what we're doing in the school and also pick their brain and get their ideas and answer their questions and concerns because they're part of this. So you have to bring the whole community together. You cannot do it in these separate like silos. They all have to be at the table together in a circle. No one leader, all working together. I love the idea of um, the type of leadership you want to see in principles. So I taught in Hawaii. So this is great that you're working with the school in Hawaii. And I was in a public school. It was a Title I school on paper under No Child Left Behind. It was a restructuring school. The best principal I've ever worked with. Why? Because he came to his teachers and he said, I don't know how to do all of this. What do we need to do to transform our school? Instead of, yeah, we got to bring in these outsiders, but I want to go to you and say, what do you want to do in the school? What do you want to do to transform the school? How do we help our, our students in this particular population? And he always invested in his teacher. You want to go to a PD? You want to go to a conference? You want to go learn this? You want to start an initiative? I'll find the funding for it. And we were a poor school. And there was always money. He always figured it out. I went to trainings all the time. I went to California all over thousands of dollars and brought things back to the school. He found out how to get the grants, scholarships, whatever it was, because he saw the light. He saw the brilliance in his teachers. That is leadership. It's not saying, I know everything. I'm doing everything. It is, I see something in you. Go out, figure out whatever you want to do. I'm going to, I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to give you the funding. I'm going to give you the time, bring it back. And then I'm going to honor that. You know, we're going to do something with it. And that's what you need to be doing in schools. And this was, again, public school in Hawaii on paper. People would say, that's not a good school. Absolutely one of the best schools I've ever worked at. You know, you can't just look at what's on paper. So I love what you're doing. And um, going back to Sadiq, tell us a little bit about like your work, not only as a coach, but like how you have now have been talking um, to students and like maybe inspiring them to be entrepreneurs, especially telling your story. I think you have such a great point about when students listen to you, they um, respond more to you than their teacher because they see themselves, they see you in themselves, themselves in you, because you are saying it didn't work for me in school and I figured out another way. So if you could share a little yeah. bit about that inspiration. Yeah, no, thank you both for sharing so many like cool insights. I'm just here listening, like thinking lots of light bulb popping in my, my mind, thinking, oh, 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 I want to say this, I want to say this. But it's like, I think this is where it comes to like what you were saying earlier, Jackie, about always being a lifelong learner. One of the biggest things that I had to learn, obviously, as now I coach people one on one, a majority of the time is listening. It's just the art and the skill of listening, right? Because I, I sucked at it. I'll be honest with you. I really sucked at it. I never, I always wanted to like talk because I'm very active and energetic. And I'm just like, like you were saying, Jackie, like always the loudest person. I always want to be either one that's like, hey, I've got the idea. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Again, being a creative, like that's me, right? I've always wanted to be that person that kind of be the team leader and like, hey, let's go do this and let's figure it out together because I can't do this by myself. But I think when Katarina was talking about like the the way that we have to collaborate and the way like everything that you're doing in the, with this with the global leadership school katarina in terms of the from the principals to the to the kids to getting the kids to teach the school and like to oh, the class sorry like i think that's so powerful because when i was kind of visualizing that when you were speaking i imagined my teacher kind of calling me to the front and say hey sadiq since you love sports 
talk to everybody about sports and why do you love it so much and tell us about why you like football and tell us about why you're so passionate and why you have so much energy and like where does it come from and then coming back to what you said right the truth and figuring out the purpose like why why do you love that Sadiq and as a coach I relate to that right because half of my job basically is asking Katarina and Jackie the whole of the coaching call why why is that important to you why do you think that 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 matters to you why do you care so much about that and it's like that just going deep, deep, deep. And that's one of the lessons that I learned in life. That's how I found my purpose is asking myself. And I think this is for everybody more listening and watching right now, just to really reflect and take some time out of your life to just ask yourself, like go disappear in some nature or at home or wherever is a nice little peaceful place that you can go to with no distractions and just reflect, introspect on your life and just ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? How do I become better at what I'm doing in my life? How can I be of service? Why do I love this? If I don't love it, what do I need to do to change? What do I need to do to find purpose? What do I need to do to find some some inspiration and passion and self-motivation rather than hiring a coach to get the motivation? You know, because sometimes people would come to me and they say, we just need motivation. For, watch Tony Robbins. <laughs> you know, just watch YouTube videos. There's loads of motivational videos. I'm not a motivational speaker. I, you, you might seem like I am, but I'm not. Like I motivate people through my speaking, but that is not what I want to do. I'm I'm a purpose-driven coach. I want to go deep with someone into their life to figure out why are you doing what you're doing and then helping them get to that goal, that mission, that vision, that purpose. And I just think it's very difficult to do that alone. You genuinely need someone to challenge you because on a daily basis, right? And this is where kind of my input of collaboration between coaching and teaching comes into place and how I believe is so aligned. What one of my coaches transitioned from being a head school, like head teacher into being like one of the best coaches that I know today because he's a very purpose-driven coach. He genuinely like cares about what people's goals and dreams are in both business, with their mindset and in life. So it's like a transformation all in. And I think this also kind of tunes beautifully into why I coach people around mind, body and soul. And when Katerina was talking, I was like, oh, those calls that you said in every town and every city around the world, if all those kids can have a, have like just get aligned with their mind, body and soul, each one of them. And just imagine like these are the servant leaders of the world. These are the future entrepreneurs and the, the forget about Apple. They're, they're going to create bigger companies than Apple. That's genuinely going to leave a positive impact, not like create climate change and environment, environmental challenges and not be so sustainable. They are, the, are going to be like the more like purpose-driven, like leaders of the world that are going to create beautiful things that genuinely leave the world better than they, they found it, right? And I think... That's what I was thinking the most, like just the mind, body, soul aspect of if every teacher, of every principal, of every school, of every uh, child can just understand what is, number one, their truth and their purpose and their brilliance, finding the help and the support, as Jackie said, like some, that principal in that Hawaii school just knew, like he cared. That's the truth. He just genuinely cared about the teachers and the school enough to be like, just tell me what you guys need because I don't know and I can't figure this out and I will go and figure out the money part. And I think that also kind of gave me a light bulb moment because I think most of the people that I know in my life today are not pursuing a passion or a purpose because they think they don't have enough money or they think they need a lot of money to start. And I'm like, guess what? I started with nothing. I didn't invest a single pound. I'm obviously, I'm here in the UK. So I didn't invest a single pound. I just opened the social media profile. It's free. <laughs> yeah, I opened the Instagram account. I opened the TikTok. I opened the YouTube. I just opened social media and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to try this. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know how I'm going to sound. I It was the worst day for me to start making video content because I had like a huge spot right there in the middle of my head, which I could have just like been like, you know what, I am not making videos today. It's the worst day. But I picked that day. Can you imagine like I had that massive spot and I picked that specific day to be the day that I thought, no, I'm going to, if I don't care about what people think, then I shouldn't care about the spot on my face and I should make the video, right? So this was a challenge to myself. And I think this is what I always kind of try to inspire people today is like challenge yourself and don't make excuses and complain and make like just moan about why you can't do something. As Tony Robbins says, like, it's not about the resources. It's about being resourceful. Find a way, find mentors and coaches and teachers and people that you can ask for help. People think asking for help and being vulnerable is weak in my opinion, is one of the most biggest strengths that we uh, an individual can have today is just being raw and real. I think that's what Katarina was saying, right? I just, I don't have nothing to hide. 
I'm just being me. Like, this is just me. If you guys ever meet me offline, you'll be like, oh, that's the same guy we met on Jackie's podcast. And he's exactly the same with the same energy, the same smile, the same like passion. Because I just, again, when you stop worrying about what everybody else externally thinks about you and you could just live your life truly being yourself, who cares? Let's just be you. That's your brilliance. That's what you love. People will sense that and be like, we love Katerina because of her honesty and how genuinely raw and real she is. We love what Jackie's doing in the world because of just how how much passion and love and care she has for the souls in the world to really change and have that positive impact out there. And that's what people care about. They care about, do you care? Mm-hmm. If, if you care, they want to be around your energy. If you are trying to be fake and pretend and put on, a, put on a mask and a facade and trying to do things that you're not really aligned to your true purpose, people will suss you out. People are not stupid. They will, they will, they will find out. They will hate you for it or they will dislike you for the rest of your life. They will cut you out. They'll block you. So it's like, you don't need that negative energy, right? You don't need, as I like to call it, like energy vampires in your life. You want to be like the battery charge for everyone else. You want to be the energy. You want to be the, 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 the passion, the passionate electric bolt for everybody in their life. So when they feel down, they know they could come to Jackie because they could count on her. When they feel down, they could come to Katerina. Hey, Katerina, you know what? Like, you're such a positive person. I'm struggling today. Could you just like, like share some share some insights with you or share, give me some advice of what I should do because I'm struggling with this. Katerina and Jackie, two people that I know now, would not say, no, I don't have time for you. You get lost. <laughs> you know what I mean? You guys would not say that. Even though you're so busy in your own life and your business and, and, and the teaching and the work that you're doing, I don't think souls like us who genuinely care about people, we obviously find it difficult to say no, but because we care so much, we have boundaries in our life. And we always find a way for the right people that enter our life to be like, you know, they have, these are the people that we want to highlight. They came to us for help. Why did they come to us? They could have gone to any, anyone else, but they saw something in us and they're asking us for guidance. They're asking us for help. This must be from like the universe of like trying to connect us, be like, what have all the people they could have called and messaged? They came to you, they came to us. And those moments for me are the most fulfilling when someone messages me randomly out of nowhere and says, Sadiq, that video you made the other day about stop worrying about other people's opinions, something hit that, that, that was the one that hit for me, man. And I'm like, you know, all I did was put a video out and I left it and I forgot about it. I carried on with my life. But you don't know how many people it's impacting you see behind the scenes. And I think that's what coaches and teachers and why we need to all collaborate with trying to make the future of education way more seen and heard. Because the world will only change if we create, like we create the change together. Like we can't, we can't do this alone. And I think collaboration, uh, Katarina's line, collaboration over competition. Like mm-hmm. that, that's the sweet, that was the sweet line I took away from our last conversation. Collaboration over competition. Screw competition, man. Like it's about how do we win together? How do we make the world a better place? How do we love, how do we make children love them, love each other so they can all support each other and have fun together and be creative together, you know? And Again, some of the ideas are stuff like that Katarina, Katarina is talking about your schools in the future and the entrepreneurship and having the students come out with an income. That's, I just think that's such a cool idea. Like for me, I would just make sure that all the kids, like for example, like they all find like one thing that they genuinely are passionate about and we create like videos for them or we create some kind of social media campaign around like this is what this kid's dream is. Help, help them fulfill this dream. You know, like now there's so many ways of like crowdfunding and there's so many like investors out there that care about education as well. We just got to be resourceful and find them, right? To, to create the change and can't do it alone. So we got to, we got to keep, keep up the collaboration, not the competition, right? I love that. So three yeah. things I'm just going to hit on before we get into maybe some part of this um, kind of series of how I ask questions is also like the pandemic and how this time period is shaping the way we view the world and view especially education and how that's impacted both of you. Um, so three things that you mentioned that I was like, wow, this needs to be infused in schools, active listening and really, really teaching that, you know, how to really listen to other people. Cause we're in, I call it an epidemic, especially in America of not listening and having, um, arguments all the time and not knowing how to have real civil discourse like you don't need to agree with each other but you need to listen and then mind body soul those three things should be the curriculum right like it should be part of school (laughs) it's not just the mind it's not just 
content and what you're learning or like your memory and processing. And like, we're not robots. We're not machines. We are souls, you know, we are humans and we have these bodies we need to take care of. And they also are connected to our mind, right? The mind body connection. Um, and then also just being able to, you know, really inspire and listening and being a coach. I think teachers are coaches, kids are coaches. We all have the ability to coach one another and to do this in collaboration. Cause I see it in my own school. I've seen it in schools that I've worked at and across the board where it's still competition. It's all about competition and kids are always comparing themselves to other kids when it, whether it's grades or, you know, ath athletics or, you know, drama, whatever it is, they're always competing instead of honing their true essence and their brilliance and saying, this is just me. And I don't care what anyone else thinks, but this is me. And I'm going to honor that they're looking at everyone else. And we have not changed that. We haven't really, um, taught to taught them to like, you know, don't do that. Cause we're always, I, this is why I have a whole viewpoint about grades. I hate the whole grading system. So mind, body, soul, active listening, collaboration, love that Katarina collaboration over competition. And with that coaching each other, that we're all coaches, we all have that in us. And that I could see someone like you, Sadiq, working in schools to inspire kids to be coaches to inspire them to be entrepreneurs. And that goes along. Oh, that's with part of the plan. Training. That's part of the plan, Jackie. Yes. <laughs> and that's why you're here with us today. Exactly. And, you know, and that's why I really wanted to expand this podcast to not just be the K through 12 or either higher ed traditional teacher, but that we are all teachers. And when you care about kids and you care about education, like I want to bring you on and, and, and look at the different people and roles that we can have in schools, because you can be a coach and entrepreneur and be working in schools and working alongside teachers and helping to inspire them. And I love the work Katarina is doing with training teachers to learn entrepreneurship because I would, I would love to infuse that within my school and within my classroom because I think students are seeing the world today and realizing college is expensive, especially here in America because we don't have free college student loans are getting out of hand. The job market is changing. You need to do something for yourself. How do you do something where you have ownership that this is mine? This is something I created. This is something I can give back to the world and I can be creative. And it's not just about like, what money am I going to make? But like, I am truly creating something to give back to my community. And that's what we should be inspiring. And I think a lot of this has come out of the pandemic. I see the pandemic as a blessing in disguise. Horrible, you know, the lives that have been lost and people getting sick and and everything that has happened, especially early on in the lockdown. But it's, I don't know, I think it's something that had to happen to this world. It made us start to look at how we are really truly connected as a global community and how we have to collaborate. And the beauty of using Zoom and other virtual meetings, which was there before the pandemic, but not everyone was using it. I wasn't, surely. But now we're all connecting throughout the world. I'm in New Jersey in America. Sadiq's in the UK. Katarina in Sweden. Like, we're all connected. I've had many calls like this. And now um, episodes with just people around the world. So I think we have to see it as a blessing in disguise, a silver lining, what can we take from the pandemic? So kind of going into this time period and where we're at and how we can move forward. Um, I'll kind of go back to Katarina and anything else that you want to maybe um, share that, you know, Sadiq was saying too, um, but just kind of about the time we're living in now. Beautiful. Thank you. I love what you say, Jackie, about competition from competition to collaboration to contribution. You know, it's the C to C to C and to see to see others Beautiful. brilliance. Yes. yes, thank you. And I think instead of the conversation, you know, what's the latest video game? How many people have you, how many points have you got? How many weapons have you got? How many people have you killed? 
the conversation needs to be because there is violence in schools there is there are suicides that are increasing mental health is 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 a problem now what if the if the conversation in in the playgrounds in the breaks was what is your brilliance so what if you ask like three people, what's your brilliance? What's your brilliance? What's brilliance? And when you come back to the classroom, you report and you, because you have listened and you have heard and you're excited about their brilliance, right? So Harry's brilliance is this, Sadiq's brilliance is this, Jackie's brilliance is this, Katerina's brilliance is this, and this is how they can collaborate, you know? So, so people getting excited about our contribution because only when we contribute from our mind from our heart from our soul can we truly thrive and i'm not about happy schools i'm about schools that thrive every single student teacher the cleaners the the cooks everybody who's got to have has to, to do with the community the parents Thriving, not conflict, thriving. Why? Because they are clear about their collaboration. They're clear about their what they have to contribute. And they are thriving because they contribute. So I love what you said, Sadiq, about how do we win together? That's a great question. How do we win together? You know, how are we going to create a team, a winning team? What's your strength? What's what's Jackie's strength? What's Katerina's strength? How can we do that? And I I, I don't know if it's, um, the, you know, the timing is right, but I would love to share my promise if I may, Jackie, or should yeah, we leave it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, this last part's kind of like combined of the time we're living in, in this pandemic and kind of moving forward and then, you know, what we want to do in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you that um, COVID was a, a shock to us, but it was a good shock. It woke us up to what are we doing and what are our governments doing? And I'm not making them wrong, but uh, we, many, many, many of us changed during COVID. Many of us went through a lot of pain during COVID. And we started to really ask ourselves, what is it that really matters in my life? And this is what I'm going to do. What is my purpose? What is my passion? And, and where am I going with it? So my, my uh, I also want to mention one thing is Dr. George Land. He did a NASA experiment. I, I think, I believe I've shared that with you before. And he interviewed 1000 children up to the age of six, they were operating from 98% genius. By the time they were 15, do you know what the, the percentage of, of creative genius was? No, what? 12. Oh. From 98 oh. to 12. That's what we're doing in schools. By the time they're adults, do you know what it was? Probably much lower than that. Yeah. Two percent, two percent. So this is wow. our leaders. Our leaders are operating at two percent creative genius. I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's tragic, and we need to take that ninety-eight percent, the Jackie that spoke too much in school, the the Sadiq that played with his friends, bring them into the classroom. These are not the naughty kids. These are the leaders and let them lead because they want everyone to win, right? So- And it's, you know that saying, Katerina, the crazy, it's the crazy people that change the world. This is where this comes into play. <laughs> like yeah. we are the crazy people that from a childhood till now, we've always been deemed as crazy in society from our parents and friends and, oh, stop being so crazy. You're so crazy. What do you mean you're gonna do that, Katerina? That's crazy. You can't do that. That's such a huge goal, a huge big dream. Stop wishing, you know, like that's gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. Stick to your safe and secure job. That's yeah. what we've always been taught, right? Whereas now it's like, no, we're going to win together. We crazy people believe in ourselves delusionally so much that we are going to change the world. And we yeah. need that 
That's the question. You do that's, need a little bit of crazy. You do. The best leaders in the world Watching. had a little bit of crazy. And I right? like you're you're not just yeah. other and weird. You're like, you are seeing something in a totally different way that's going to change the world. Yeah. Love it. And is it is it we who are crazy or is the system crazy? I mean, if you're dumb <laughs> downing children to 12% and then to 2%, then it is not working. And these are facts. These are, you know, this is a NASA test, which we need to take account of and we need to change and we need to transform. So may I, may I read my promise? Yes, please. All right. <clears throat> so my promise as, as, uh, the leader of Global Leadership Schools, the founder of Global Leadership Schools, is to form a dynamic, exceptional team of coaches and trainers to transform 195 schools worldwide, such that over 60% of all students experience that their unique brilliance has been found, seen, nurtured, developed, and empowered. Including in our transformational program will be Andrew and Bernie Dorman's super teaching, right brain, left brain teaching, where 40% teaching is, it, it's 40% more effective teaching than average class teaching and learning. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yes, and so you're gonna make it happen. You're gonna make it happen yeah, because you, you have conviction. It's got to happen. I've, I've yeah. had this, this vision for 20 years and it's more and more real now. And I'm working with, you know, a global team at the moment. So it will happen. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. It's happen. And you know what? It's when you happened. make a promise like that, it's a promise to yourself. It's a promise to now you're making that statement out loud to a whole community. And so that's where you start moving forward. You have to have that vision and then make it a reality. And so I don't have a formal promise written down. I have a lot of purposes, but I did come up with a stand because <laughs> I worked in a, a group in the winter that's called Big Change Makers. It's on LinkedIn. It's wonderful. Um, and I stand for dignity, freedom, joy, and community for myself and all others. And I, my promise would be, I want to be a part of infusing joy in schools in all educational settings and really have students feel that joy all the way through, you know, until they're adults and through your adulthood, we should be playing as adults. We should be exploring and being curious. We should have that 98%, right? Brilliance, that creative brilliance as adults and not 2%, that's too low. No. And I'm gonna keep working on that. So that is my promise in that way that um, this is my life mission till I die. I'm just so, Love it. so passionate about it. How about you, Sadiq? Thank you. I think mine in a, in a mind, mine in a nutshell would be serve together, create together, collaborate together, and then serve again together. I love so it. Serve, create, collaborate, and then serve. Like it's mm. like a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a circle, you know, it goes around. As they used to say, right, what goes around comes around. <laughs> so whatever mm -hmm. we whatever we put out into the world now, it's 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 becoming aligned, you know, like 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 the mind body soul alignment. This is all becoming aligned. You will you will align yourself with people in, in life. Whatever you put out there into the universe, it, you will manifest it. You will bring it into existence, yeah. and that's obviously where the law of attraction plays a massive role, right? And this is a part like maybe this is the part I I would just this my final thoughts around the law of attraction and a lot of people in the world who believe this, including myself, the, the missing link <laughs> in the law of attraction is everybody says that thoughts become things. Anything, everything we want to do in the world, all our dreams, keep thinking about it, keep being positive about it, keep doing affirmations, keep writing it, keep like just saying it out loud, keep sharing it with people that you meet. Law of attraction, right? But they forget that the word attraction has the word half of the word attraction has the word action. Mm -hmm. So they're all there wishy-washying the attraction, right? Oh, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to change people's lives. I'm going to create all of that collaboration. I'm going to make a positive impact in the world. I am confident. I am bold. 
and then they just sit there on their ass and do nothing. <laughs> they carry on with whatever they're doing and nothing changes in their life because they're missing the, the link, the action. What is the action step? What do you need to do every single day consistently that is going to bring about that change? Because without consistent action, you can't ever find purpose. You can't find results. And we want results. We want to change the world. We can't keep saying it. We've got to take action steps collectively and collaboratively so we can change the world together. Right? And that's, that's, in my opinion, what people are missing when it comes to law of attraction. Take action so consistently true. with people that are aligned with you. Then the world's going to change. Yeah, absolutely. I love that action part of the attraction. That was beautiful. Yes. It's like actions speak louder than words, but the law of attraction is usually missing that part because you can't just sit back and wait and say, I'm going to ask the universe for all of this. I'm super positive. I'm thinking about it. Okay. Where is it? It's like, well, you're part of the equation. <laughs> like you're, yeah. you're the energy literally that. there in the to... word, half of the word attract right. the other word action is attraction. It's you, you, yeah. you attract it first, but then you have to do something. You have to take action or nothing will happen. I love Beautiful. it. That's great. Wonderful, wonderful promises and statements. And I am truly blessed to know both of you and um, have this conversation today, have our collaboration together. I know moving forward, we'll stay connected and seeing the work that we're doing and how it aligns and coming together. Um, we have to keep sharing, you know, we have to be completely transparent, be in our truth, as Katerina has been saying, and, and keep sharing if that brilliance is in here and we just keep it in here, it's doing nothing, right? We have to bring it out to the world and we have to be brave to do it. And that's what we have to do and just keep moving one step, you know, for the other. So this has been such a, such a joy today. I just enjoy talking to both of you. Any final words or also want to share um, where our listeners can get more information about both of you. And I will share any links anything else that you want to share here in the show notes so people can connect with both of you. So uh, Katerina, if you want to share first and then Sadiq after Katerina. Um, okay. So people can reach me at destiny international 11 at gmail.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn, Katerina Hansen's H A N S E N S Carlson with two S's uh i'm the only katrina hansen's carlson and please connect with me if you would like to be a coach or a trainer and transform schools globally thank, thank you. you so much i love it thank you for sharing katrina and mine is very simple <laughs> i'm just at coach sadik coach and an s-a-d-i-q on every platform so it's just Coach Sadiq, you can search it on every, any social media, anything that you use, you'll find me on every platform. And um, and if you ever want to check out my website, you want to know more about coaching or the way that I frame, the way I do coaching around mind, body and soul um, in business, in mindset, with life, then uh, this, again, sadikhussain.com. So it's, it's just short, sweet. Um, <laughs> but most of the time, you can just type Coach Sadiq on any platform, find me there. And I'm always there. I'm always, I reply to every comment, every message. As, as these both amazing souls will will, uh, will agree that I'm always there, I always reply yeah. back, I always give my presence, I always show up because I care. So if you ever have any struggles, if you, if you have any challenges, if you just want to know more about what I do or you're just curious or ask me a question, reach out anywhere and I will always get back to you. Thank you so much. Uh, any final uh, words or sharing before we end our conversation today from either of you? I, I just had inspiration. From competition to courage, the courage to collaborate and the courage to contribute. So they're all C words. Consistently in the end. <laughs> consistently in the end, right? All yeah. of what you said and consistently. In the classroom, from competition, the courage yeah. to, to con collaborate, the courage to contribute beautiful i love it that's it that's the end jackie <laughs> katarina's got the end that's that's beautiful i love it thank you i love it both of you just want to say thank you for allowing me to come into your life and to to share my experience share my, share my energy and share what i do with the world and with you both on a, on a much deeper level as well and jackie i just want to say like 
what you're doing with the podcast, what you're doing with the teaching and the coaching and the book and everything that you're doing. I am just like super proud of you for being the soul that you are doing good work to, to making the positive impact in the world because you know without us meeting we wouldn't have been able to collaborate we wouldn't be able to find other people who are like-minded so just keep doing what you're doing because you're already an amazing person you're already doing great stuff in the world you're already you already have changed the world and you consistently are doing so and the children in your classes are just blessed and lucky to have you as their teacher as I would have been if I was a, in your classroom <laughs> I'd be Thank like miss so can I go and speak now <laughs> Thank you so much. And so much brilliance has been shared today. And I could see it so, so much shining through both of you. And thank you for the work that you're doing. I mean, you're genuine light people. You know, some people are just like, I'm positive all the time. And, you know, it can come off very phony. You are both very genuine, really care about kids, care about education, care about inspiring people. Um, and it's going to continue to make such a difference in this world. And that's what we need. And that's how we move forward. And we're just going to keep bringing more people along, along this journey. So thank you for, both sure. for, for sure. being here today. Mm -hmm. Such a blessing. Thank you. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Sadie. Thanks, Jackie. And Katerina. Thank you for listening to The Teacher's Story. If you like this story, please subscribe and leave a review. You can also follow this podcast on YouTube and subscribe and leave a comment. All reviews help this podcast keep going and elevating teacher voices.